Hey, I'm Spencer. I'm Britton. I'm Ronan. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 290 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them three at a time. This is Getting Head. Welcome, bots, slunks, friends, headgetters, and bucketheads. This Hell is yeah. episode 53 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. That's half of 106. Holy shit, you're getting worse at this, Spencer. <laughs> I mean, the yes. only thing you're getting better at is multiplication and division uh, here. Debatable. Uh, I had to look it up. You, you had to, <laughs> did you have to look up uh, that one on Wikipedia? Was that all that's yeah, there for I, number, I, number 53? I, I went to Wikipedia and I typed in math. Just math. <laughs> yes. And it happened to have the one equation you were looking for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I got lucky. That's that's super lucky. You uh, know when you go to Google and you click, I'm feeling lucky? Do they still do that? Is that still an option? Can, uh, can you feel lucky? I, 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 I think, I think you can. Okay. You know what would be great is if it actually like was a real reference mm-hmm. to uh, Magnum Force, which is what it's referring <laughs> to. And like you hit uh, I Feel Lucky and someone oh. shoots you with a Magnum. That rocks. And you just die and like fall into a river or whatever the serial I mean, killer did in Magnum Force. Th- it's kind of what we're looking for as a society. Yeah, I mean. In a way. Really like Magnum Force and that whole, that whole like string of films that are kind of like vigilante films from uh-huh, the late uh-huh. 70s, early 80s. Like all the death yeah. wish shit, like yeah, 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 that stuff is a lot of people's wishes these days. Kind, kind of wild how like uh, boomers went from idolizing you know vigilantes to idolizing cops. I, that's what I was Isn't gonna that say. Weird. E- everyone with like, a Punisher sticker. Yeah. yeah, that happened. Yeah. Um, speaking of that happened, we have a guest today. Hi, guest. What did you hey, do to get uh, here? Great question. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what I did to get here. Uh, I've just been posting stuff on the internet for like four years, but yeah, uh, I don't know yeah. that any of it was good enough to, to, to make it here. Thanks for the opportunity, though. I appreciate <laughs> it. Wow. wow. We, we weren't expecting that. Normally, it's like, yeah, it's I a great fucking question. Just, he, he just called it an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> P- implying someone is listening. Yeah. 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 An yeah. opportunity to be put on a list somewhere, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Not the, not a good kind of list. Not like the list. I'm trying to get on the show. all of those lists. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not like a list, list at a club. But, yeah, uh, I want to be like, uh, you know, on a list of like people most likely to die <laughs> or something. Don't do that. <laughs> Is that a list? I don't know. I- I'm sure hospitals <laughs> have those lists. <laughs> oh, shit. That's that, a list. Is that just waiting around the corner? Is this going to happen or not? Can uh-huh. I go on my lunch? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what that list is? It's just everyone who's unvaccinated. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I probably is. hate to see Ooh. it. Yeah, that's life. Or mm-hmm. the opposite. Oopsie that's death. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. yeah. You uh, said you said nobody was going to be listening, but I listened to several episodes. Wow. Today. Amazing. Thank you. That's so I really good. Did. I really yeah, did. That's, uh, wow, nobody ever does that. I mean, people do. 
So, sometimes they don't even listen to the albums. We like tell them to, and they're like, "Yeah, I will." Actually, and then we, they get on the show, and they're like, "Nah, I didn't the, listen." And we're like, uh. "So this week there was this guy who's like on episode like twenty something, and he's like, uh, my goal for for the end of the week is to listen and get current, and then oh, leave a really drunken message." Oh, I'm that's like, amazing! I can tell you, you can definitely do one of those. Oh yeah, I know that. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. He's he, sent, cool. he sent me the same message. Yeah, okay, he's cool. the guy with the rat pedal in his profile picture. I think so. Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. right. He seems like yeah. a cool guy. He seems like a cool guy. I, I don't know if you've checked the messages, but we've got a lot of messages. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I am logged out on my phone. I need to log back in. Oh, I'll do that, dude. I'll do that, and I'll that's I'll our send, fodder. I'll that's send some some weird messages. It'll be great. Uh, anyway, guess specifically you're referring to. Huh. Is there someone you're you're referring to specifically? The, yeah. the the person you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so there's like you at least it. one person maybe who's gonna listen. Um <laughs> no, there's several people. Like we we were talking we have a message there's machine. Several people. We have a message machine and we, we put out the feelers online and like, hey, send us a message a couple weeks ago and we've actually oh. gotten quite a few messages. So, yeah. Um I didn't know that. They're interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it is interesting. Oh, Oh, we we got a couple more voicemails. Look at that! Oh, I didn't check today, yeah, so we got yeah. we got uh, we got three more voicemails. One of them is three minutes long. I don't know if we should listen to that I, one. I think that might be uh, from uh, one of our former guests. Oh, Cody Cooper. Oh my Ooh, God! If that's Cody. the case, we definitely need to listen to that. Yeah, Cody's amazing. Cody's Anyways, wonderful. guest, who are you, and why are you here <laughs> again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, we are I'm Conan Aurelia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. What? Well, we started talking about memes, uh, uh-huh. a meme adjacent podcast only. So I'll be quick on that. But yeah, I, I have uh, no, an it's Instagram okay. page. <laughs> I have an Instagram page, uh, Ronan Aurelia, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I just post funny pictures there, and I put text on images, and I is post it, my music that, and art and shit. I love that that modern art and expression has been boiled down to text on images. Yeah, it's pretty good shit. It's, yeah. It's a it's actually combo. really nice, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. I've been really finding a lot of joy in Twitter lately in just like posting mm-hmm. an image I think is funny and a caption. It's been yeah. Twitter Twitter is just so much better for me for uh, the dopamine. Because like even though I get really? like way less likes and stuff on there, like Twitter I never feel like Twitter hates me. Whereas oh, Instagram every hates other me, time yeah. I get on Instagram, I'm like, yeah. you're not saying the right things then, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's, that's, I, I'm saying things I believe, uh-huh. which are apparently not the right things to the uh, Zuck's office and like the, the right, content moderators. Right. You know, I keep getting in trouble for story sharing, uh, click hole posts. So I guess that's against the rules too, even though what they post stays up. I don't know. I've got, I have two violations for story sharing yeah. click hole posts. Well, uh, and, and also, didn't you insane. get like get in trouble for posting uh, something with like uh, Varg in uh-huh. it or something? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't so, even in support of Varg. Yeah, no, no, no it, was, it wasn't. It was Varg, Varg getting D's nuts. Yeah, he yeah. got D's nuts. We, we talked about two episodes. Ago. It was yeah. anti-Varg. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, this is an anti-Varg safe space. But it's it's not, Every, it wasn't even pro-Varg or anti-Varg, it was pro-D's nuts. Yeah, exactly. It was exactly. the only <laughs> message it had, which is uh-huh. like, that's not hate speech. You know what I gotta say right, to that? Right, right, right. What's that? D's nuts 2024. Hell yeah, hell yeah, baby. Right? Yeah. Right? Make, that's who I'm Make America that. D's nuts again. <laughs> make D's nuts again. <laughs> make D's nuts America. <laughs> uh, we live in a D's nuts America. Yes. Uh, so what's up? Where are you? Where do you live? What's yeah. up? What's up uh, there? I'm in I'm in Kentucky. 
Uh, oh, right man, now. why? Yeah, down in the south. Getting unlucky. Um, I have shoes on, though. <clears throat> Oh, that's pretty good. Probably. I, I feel like I feel like that's the thing that most people like kind of comment on when you say you're from Kentucky. They assume that you're just like in a hauler somewhere without shoes on and oh, no. that you never made that. Assumption. I've never made that assumption either. Really? I'm sorry. Did you say a hauler? Yes. H o l l a r. You know what a holler is? I know what a holler is because I have watched all seven seasons of Justified. Oh, okay. Uh, so I know, okay. I know it, it is yeah. in context of hooting and hollering, which no. is, I understand, is another uh, right, right. thing. Right, right, That is, right. yeah. Uh, but no. <laughs> oh, please, that's just a southern thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. In, in all, I'll give you um, all of my exposure to southern culture has been entirely uh-huh. through Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> yes. I still have to say. <laughs> So that's all I really know about the South. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I, I know, uh, I know Foghorn Leghorn. Uh, I know mm-hmm. the Peaches by the Presidents of the United Ooh, States uh, of America. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. I guess he's like Tex-Mex. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. Yeah. He speaks English. Southwest. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I know that. Um, I know that. I know. Like, uh, mm, growing up in Alaska, a lot of people in Alaska, like, well, you're from Alaska. That's right. You're from yeah, Alaska. Yeah, right. yeah, I know. Holy shit. Uh, a lot of people in Alaska have this thing against Texas. It's like there's like a rivalry, a state rivalry, yeah, between Texas Whoa. and Alaska. Mm-hmm. And so I know the that a lot biggins. of people, yeah, it's because we're the biggest, you know, and like yeah. Texas wants yeah. to come at us, but we're like, dude, we're bigger than you, so. Yeah. Yes, but there's way more of them than than people yeah. in Alaska. And, though. That's true, and also they've got like 50 military bases and so many guns. I mean, mm-hmm. not more guns they per do. capita in Alaska though, because guess who has the most guns per capita in the United States? Alaska, baby. Alaska has the really? most per Alaska? capita in a lot of different rare areas. Uh, domestic violence, mm-hmm. rape, suicide, mm-hmm. yep. alcoholism, yep. depression. Uh-huh. Uh, did I say domestic abuse already? You did. Oh, okay. Oh, did. Um, How about domestic depression? Oh, <laughs> that's probably a thing. <laughs> I just remember growing up in Alaska, like, I remember when I was in high school, there was a dude going around stabbing homeless people to death with a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Like, that was a thing going well, there, on? There was also, like, and a there, gang of kids who were going around just, like, beating up homeless people, and, and then also a gang of kids shooting them with frozen paintballs. Which was, like, super fucked. And yeah. then, like, there was a... And there was always, like, girls getting, like, kidnapped from barista stands and shit, the coffee wow. stands and shit. Wow. Like, I don't know. Alaska's bad. That's, yeah. End of story. Why? Yeah. Alaska's Alaska bad. Don't garbage. go there. Like, no. uh, I'm glad you guys got out. We yeah, did. I'm glad yeah, you got we escaped. Out. We're, we're not. Brandon, in, you're not. You're not from Alaska, right? I am. I yeah, was just we, 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 yeah. We both. Yeah, grew we, up we there, moved yeah. here together. We've yeah. known each other since we were like 16. This. Is true, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. It yeah, really okay. does. When you consider like we're 53 episodes deep into a buckethead co- podcast, not including the bonus episodes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you, there are bonus episodes. Yeah. And also, <laughs> also when you consider the fact that like no one else on the internet is uh, making the connection between tool fans and diaper fetishes besides us. Besides us, and also like Golden Corral and Pantera slash the Abbott Brothers. Like mm-hmm. it needs yeah. to be known. We need to get that out there. Yeah. Spread that. And then, and then there's the roller coaster, the golf roller coaster that goes through the Golden Corral. Uh huh. Mm. Oh, I that's love in, that. Uh, I, like I think that that's episode one. Yeah, that's fucking Probably. awesome. I'm- I'm bringing out the deep cuts here, guys. Yeah, so. see, I don't remember anything about that, but it sounds like something one of us would say. Yeah, if, if you want to tell me I said something yeah. a year ago, I'll just fucking believe you. So it's fucked up. I, like, yeah, like if, if you're like, yeah, that racist bullshit here. you said a year ago, I'll be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of racist bullshit you said a year ago, Uh-oh. wait till Uh-oh. we get the statements from the Britain boys. Oh, I don't uh, want this at all. 
No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I actually didn't save that one. I saved a different one. Um, <laughs> um, I have no episode. idea what you mean. I don't like this at all. It's not racist. When, I, when you guys were talking about uh, 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 Jurassic Park 2, mm. and you were talking about how Jurassic Park 2 is blows so bad. Yeah, that's, that's and what I just Spencer recently, thinks. Yeah, Spencer, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I 100%, I recently rewatched it. And I got halfway through, and I was like, has it not been four hours? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's and so it boring. Been... Yeah, and like, oh. except, for the, except for the sequence where the, uh, the bus is like falling off the cliff, it's a very yeah. exciting and well-structured sequence. Mm-hmm. But that film, it's like, they have these, they have like a couple cool set pieces, but like everything in between that is so lazy and so rushed and so boring. And like, none of the characters that are good get to have any like, notable screen yeah. time none of the characters that are new get really any like character development it's it's just it's just a shame across it, the board it does have jeff goldblum it does but it like does. he gets barely any screen time like That's compared fun. to like some of the new yeah. characters and whatnot and like his the the relationship with his quote-unquote daughter that they have in the film is uh terrible it's, terrible it's awkward it's weird it yeah. feels like it takes like two hours to get to the island but it's mm-hmm. really only like 30 minutes but even why why does a Jurassic Park movie take 30 minutes to get to the dinosaurs? Exactly. Especially if it's exactly. the sequel. Like, we know mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah. Like, we've seen totally. it. Just go point. back. Start there. Yeah. Easy. You know, yeah, there's man. a lot of ways you could get them to the island, right? Like, you could you could do a lot. But they made the Start wrong there, choices. Right? They could do a lost thing where it's like, mm. you know what would be cool? A cool idea for a Jurassic Park mm-hmm. movie is, like, a lost-type flight, like, lands on an island, but mm. they discover... That it's like a, a derelict, abandoned, like dinosaur theme park. That is the plot to that the, the third ass. Jurassic Park film. Oh, you're welcome. Well, there you go. It's literally welcome. the plot uh, to the wo- third Jurassic Park. You're welcome, Park Hollywood. Film. You're very welcome. <laughs> By the no, way, I, you said the magic word, mm-hmm. uh, lost. Yeah, boy. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I, I can. T- I I need to have a lost podcast. To be honest yeah. with you, now please you invite me I on. Could... I have lots of words about lost. I, I do really. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I have a I have a, a poster of the uh, a map that someone made of the lost island on oh, uh, in my that kitchen. Rocks. Yeah, mm. that rocks. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been that's that's one of those shows I've been meaning to rewatch for a long time. But like, what holds me back from doing that is the ending. Is the fucking last season, mm-hmm. which is just the yeah. most miserable shit. Like, uh, yeah, it goes so, downhill so, real quick after season so, three. I I, I really liked seasons four and five because they're mm-hmm. so like hammy they're quick and and it like yeah and it's like and and fucking jeff fahey is in it and i oh, love jeff, jeff fahey. fahey was amazing i know and he joins the cast Which in season jeff four fahey? uh jeff fahey he's, he's the, the lawnmower guy. man yeah he's, he's the fucking yeah. lawnmower man. Oh, yes. guy with the beard. Uh-huh. i love that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's awesome oh, right yeah so like when he joins love the cast i'm like all right this is pretty cool and you got that one asian guy yeah. i forget his name but he's really cool too and like so, like, seasons four and five, they add some cool characters, yeah. and then season five, they do the time travel shit, which I thought was really fun. Like, it's it's, it's cheesy, fine. but it's, like, it's fun. It's fine. And, uh, but then, like, season six, man, uh, yeah. hate it. Yeah. The flash sideways. Come on. Yeah. We've already flashed but, forward. We've already flashed back. Why do we got to do a flash sideways? You know what would be cool is if they did a, uh, a flash flash, where it was, like, <laughs> in MCU, where it, like, ties into the Flash universe. Oh, I thought you were going to say where they, where they just flash to the characters, like, showing their genitals. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, and here's Sawyer's dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, so many people would tune in oh, for Sawyer's dong. Sawyer's dong. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Sarah Absolutely. Star. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Jeff, like, Jeff Fahey's dog. Yeah, yeah we, that's what I'm here for. Uh, the name of the episode is Jeff Fahey's dog. Yeah, lawnmower dong. <laughs> Speaking of dongs, okay, I've oh, been yeah. really, really excited about oh, talking about this. Please, uh, me. Let me get so the dong? one of the episodes you guys are talking, and, and this might have be a good segue. I think this might be a, a particularly good se- segue. You guys are talking about uh, Buckethead Dick. Wait, what? You guys were talking about Buckethead's dick, and you were saying uh, we, we've we, talked we were about discussing it several times. We can't pinpoint how long there. or. <laughs> The uh, the geometry of of his, <laughs> uh, of his member, the dimensionality. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I how mean, much pro- space it takes up? Proportionally, it's got to be at least like above average size. I, mean, I think it's, yeah. I think it's incredible. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't think he uses it. Yeah, I get that vibe too. Yeah, it's here. Hmm. Hmm. I mean. You know uh, that so so you know that meme that it's like uh uh knows what sex is doesn't know what sex oh, yes. is yeah does fuck doesn't fuck um he doesn't Buckethead know what sex squarely, is but he has sex yeah that's what I would say yeah uh, yeah <clears throat> doesn't know what sex I, is I, but fucks mm-hmm. I don't think he fucks and if you were to explain sex to him he would stop you in the middle of it and be like please stop that's disgusting and <laughs> and that would be the end of it the thing is like so like I, he's heard notions of it but he doesn't. You know, he's not interested. I, I've done some deep research, and I can confirm that... Mm-hmm. What uh, can you confirm, Britt? I can at least say that he lived with a woman for some time, who was his significant other, definitely. And mm-hmm. he wrote a song about it. And so, mm-hmm. Buckethead... God, although I... I I also mm. like to imagine a relationship where he doesn't talk to her and she just like gives mm-hmm. him blowjobs for like that's ten years the of their lives. Rules. God, that rules that's, so much. That's Spencer's ultimate yeah. like relationship right there. Shut up. But also no, yes. No, that's you, what you tell her. <laughs> oh fuck. I mean that is my dream relationship, but you know uh, what can you do? Uh, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. Um, I just I just get the notion that it is um, it takes up a significant amount of space in um, Euclidean ge- geometry. I, I feel like it's, uh-huh. it's yeah. definitely there. Yeah. And it's there. Well, so. so in as much, do you feel that like Buckethead is kind of like the George Costanza of guitar? <laughs> Where remember when George stopped trying to have sex, he just mm-hmm. became like a savant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He just yeah, totally. read all these books and shit and got like super smart and talented. Mm-hmm. Do you think Buckethead Absolutely. is mm-hmm. just like, he's been so focused on guitar and like, like pussy's just never really been even in the periphery yeah, yeah, of yeah. his vision. So he's yeah. like, he's got the blinders on to guitar. Yeah. 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 And like, just, that's, I mean, that's that exactly tracks, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I imagine if he did have sex, he would just be like thinking of arpeggios the entire time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Probably has, has good rhythm. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. probably could be, could be very good at fingering. Bomb. Oh, I uh, imagine he uses mm. the Herbie mask. That's mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we can't, we uh, can't say things like this because if we do, Buckethead will never be our friend. <laughs> like, and we want him to be our friend. Yeah, we do. Is that I the mean, goal? Are you gonna? You got. So you have to have Buckethead on the podcast. No, at some point. we never will. I, we probably never will. We We're probably, gonna try. We, We're gonna yeah. try. I Eventually, mean, like at some point yeah. in the near future, we are going to go to to Los Angeles and we are going to do yeah. some some IRL research, mm-hmm. but. 
Mm-hmm. But I feel like we should We're probably not going to get until we actually finish reviewing all of his albums and like mm. right. at least Decibel Magazine writes a write up about it, so we can have a Wikipedia article. <laughs> Is oh, he yeah, in Los nice. Angeles? Huh? Is he in Los Angeles? Uh, right outside of Los just Angeles, outside of LA. Yeah. That surprises the hell out of me. Yeah. yeah. In, well, I mean, he grew up there too. Yeah. He grew up there, uh-huh. and then like uh, where he kind of got ble- big musically was in San Francisco around the whole uh, Primus scene. And right, then he just right. Moved okay. back to Los Angeles. Sense. So, yeah, he's yeah. always kind of been uh, stationed in California somewhere. He seems like the antithesis of a Los Angeles, Calif- like a California guy. But I mean, like, you know, he's where would he fit in? He, like Issaquah, Washington, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, like North Bend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like somewhere, like just outside of a major city, mm-hmm. where there's like kind of like hippie-ish people and doctors so, somewhere where even if people knew who he was they wouldn't fucking care yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. maine just in some like cabin in maine oh, yeah just yeah, like the stephen king vibe. i was gonna yeah. say yeah on stephen king's yeah yeah, yeah to, absolutely <laughs> yeah keep that in yeah that was a good burp oh, yeah. <laughs> uh nice um, uh, speaking of Buckethead, yeah, though what about him? brit yeah uh we do a thing on the show where brit allowed washes knowledge down upon our filthy bodies. So go ahead and do it. (laughs) Pretty much like piss. (laughs) Hell yeah. We got a bucket fact going on. Let's do it. Today, we're going to talk about something that is rather perplexing to the greater Buckethead community. Oh. And that is Buckethead wait times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know a thing so, or two about this. If you spent any amount of time on <clears throat> Buckethead forums or Buckethead Reddit or anything like that. Even but, Buckethead YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everywhere yeah. pretty much. Everywhere. For the past, I'd say year to sometimes up to like there's there's been issues with this going back a decade. True. Apparently, this has been especially bad in the past couple of years. Um, you'll probably know if you spend any time on those forums that Buckethead has a bit of a shipping and receiving problem. And that oftentimes folks will order an album or something off of his website and it will just remain unshipped. For quite some time. Sometimes for days. Sometimes for weeks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes years. Oh, fuck. At the moment, Buckethead is experiencing the longest period between announcing and releasing a pike, which is Pike 1, or sorry, Pike 285 Stone of Folly, mm-hmm. which was announced in December of last year, making more than 10 months since he put up pre-orders for it with no sign of it whatsoever shipping. Wild. However, this is actually pretty tame and pretty far from his longest period between announcement and shipping, namely beaten by the DVD Live from Bucketheadland backstage footage DVD, which was announced in August 2017, slated to ship in January of 2018, but didn't arrive to any bucket bots that ordered it until May of 2020. <laughs> oh shit! Making two years and nine months. Wow, that's that's heavy. Yeah. Uh, given that pikes, however, time. tend to be released at most within a month or two of their announcement, mm-hmm. there's been some speculation in the community. Nobody's sure exactly what's going on, but he has announced and released several pikes since the announcement of Stone of Folly, and has sent out many, many illustrations in canvas cards from Buckethead land. Uh, someone uh, actually tallied them up a few months ago and he had sent out like 500 of each 
without oh, wow. sending out any albums. Oh shit! So yeah, so it's a big question mark, and just gotta <clears> ask, <throat> what's going on? Right? Hey, what's, what's going, going on? on? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> And honestly, I don't even know how song. much we can speculate. So, is that a bucket fact, even? Questionable, or but is I'll it a take bucket it. question. <laughs> you need to have the X Files. Oh, unsolved yeah. bucket mysteries. Ooh, Let's start I like doing that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be easy you could actually do facts. that instead of a bucket fact. I should, because yeah. that'd be so much goddamn easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Idea. How about next Please. week? Unsolved uh, bucket nah, mystery. I'll, I'll get into it once I run out. Of, I still right, have some right. bucket facts slated. But, okay. Uh, bucket facts. Yeah, yeah, we listened to three more fucking pikes this week. Motherfucking yeah, we did. Upside down skyway. Yeah. Twisted yeah. Branches yeah. and Half Circle Bridge. Yeah. Pikes 157 through 159. Baby. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's a, a good vibes. Pike 157. I, I listened to all three of them. Excellent. Thanks. We yeah. appreciate Not it. Not all guests do that. Yeah. And Are like, you serious? Most yeah. guests do. Most guests do, yeah. But uh, not to name any, but... Um, Tara from Nothing Last yes, Forever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did not listen. Yes, Tara from Nothing Last not Forever to name did anybody. not listen. Yes. Um, also, not, not to name anyone, Orion, aka Space Wizard in Space, did not listen to oh, all you're of right. them. He also did mm-hmm. not listen. We're still going to gonna have him back as a guest, but still. Because yeah, he's just funny enough <laughs> yeah. to uh, be a piece of shit and still get on the show. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Wait, not a second. Not a second of, of any Buckethead at all? Uh, both of those, or just the albums. Both yeah, those albums. Both of those people did listen to some of the albums, but not all of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Anyway. You know what? Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. We're, you know, we're just a couple of bucket boys out yeah. here doing our bucket. We're work. not the fucking cops. We're just a we're stupid buckethead podcast. <laughs> no, we're not I'm the buckethead cops. Yeah. Bucket <laughs> cops. I'm, bucket I'm cops. Glad bucket cops. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't make it. I didn't make it all the way through. I die down Skyway. I just couldn't do it. Really interesting. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, well, let's uh, let's talk about that. Upside Down Skyway Pike One Fifty Seven released on July Twenty Fourth, Twenty Fifteen. Just two days after the previous Pike, Herbie climbs a tree. Two days, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what uh, was? Is this your first? Uh, was this your first time listening to Buckethead, or what was your? Uh, yeah, yeah. Solo, solo Buckethead for sure. Okay. Um, I like I listened to you know Primus and stuff like that, and okay. Um, I think maybe I've heard some of the stuff when he was in Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. possibly. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, in the yeah. Background. Played, like rock band, like you probably mm-hmm. heard Shackler's yeah. Revenge. Like there's mm-hmm. there's some songs that slipped through into the greater cultural consciousness, even though that album was kind of a flop. Right, oh, man. and <laughs> I've never looked for that stuff on purpose. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so kind of yeah, I, I was a buckethead virgin up until today. Oh. Wow, now you're a Buckethead Cherry Poppin' Daddy. Oh, How do you feel yeah. about that? <laughs> I, I think we're the Buckethead Cherry Yeah, yeah, cherry sorry, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, we're, yeah. that's that's who we are. You're, you're, you can be a you, Buckethead right. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, though. Okay, yeah, that's oh, pretty okay. cool. But now I can go forth into the world and be a, 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 a Cherry Poppin' Daddy. Very true. You, you can. Buckethead Cherry yeah. Poppin' Daddy. Yeah. 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 You could be a buck and cherry poppin' daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty good. That's that, the name that of the might episode. be the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. That's, that's really nice. 
That's pretty good. Um, you know, can I share an anecdote really quick? Uh, Ronan, your page, I followed you for a long time, and my favorite interaction I've ever observed on your page was you posted like a video at some point. Maybe it was like a cross post from TikTok or something like that, but it was a video of you talking um, to a camera, and someone commented, I hate that guy. And then you responded, who? Me? <laughs> <laughs> that rocks. It just really got uh, dude. <laughs> I don't even remember that, so that's really funny. It was a long time uh, ago. That's sick. But I remember I it. want that energy. I'm going to have to go back and find that. <laughs> <laughs> I... Sometimes I have way more fun even than in, like, making the memes in the comments. I I have a lot of fun in the comments with oh, yeah. people. It's, it's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, anyways, Pike 157, Upside Down Skyway, is a melodic guitar rock album by Buckethead. It certainly is. I mean, it goes a lot of places. It though. does go it's, a lot of places. Uh, I, I'd say it's guitar rock some of the time. Some of the time it's straight up metal. Like track, yeah. track two yeah. is like a running wild song without Well, we're, we're going to get to that. Wow. Pike 158 is much more running wild. Very true. Uh, but yeah, that's actually really funny that you said that because literally in my notes, it says running wild vibes. Yeah. No joke. Well, I, it's funny that you... Mm, I yeah, mean, it's got a nice. pirate name for a song, so obviously mm. it's pirate metal. It's called yeah, Skull yeah, yeah. Rock Cave. Uh, Cove, sorry. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, that's extremely fucking running wild. Like yeah. they have an album called Pile of Skulls. Mm. Like literally. Yeah. I bet they do. Are you familiar with Running Wild Running? No, I'm not. They're actually. in 80s. Well, not only from the 80s, but they got their start in the 80s. But they're a, they're like a, a European power metal band um, that sings about pirates. They're pirate power metal. They're just That's pirate metal. Oh yeah. Um, but I like from that. The, from like the 80s and 90s yeah. is when they were in their peak, and they're actually like bangers yeah like their early stuff kind of sounds kind of like wasp but it's about pirates yeah which fucking wasp. rips oh my god which yeah, is yeah. you know that's it's a good vibe yeah but uh eventually their later stuff kind of sounds more like maybe like blind guardian mixed with some uh, yeah like, iron maiden yeah elements. yeah yeah totally that's yeah. actually a really good description of them yeah, yeah it's kind of like that but like more piratey so like yeah. a lot of b so minor oh yeah yeah okay uh, so, it is, so it is like shanties but yes. like metal uh, yes every everything yes. is okay like, okay um yeah, yeah, like uh, like it's like dun 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 like that kind of like right. vibe, but it's like heavy right. slam and metal and very yeah. very yeah. like Iron yeah. Maiden type bass lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and lots yeah. and lots of like yeah, lots of like double kicks. Pretty sick. Big, yeah, pretty I'm, I'm going to jump in here and so speaking of, of power, so I wanted to say I'm not uh I'm not a metal guy. Like sure. I like he- I like heavy music. But yeah. not necessarily like I'm not a metalhead. Like I definitely got that vibe with how much you posted about Donda. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so yeah, huge Kanye fan. But like my favorite Kanye album is Yeezus, which is like the heaviest, like one of the heaviest hip hop records. You know, probably that there is. I can't think of too many other ones. Uh, the heaviest uh, hip hop record is uh, I mean, Limp Bizkit's "Significant Other." Yeah, I would, I would, I would definitely make um, <laughs> arguments for yeah, like, sure. you know, like clipping. Um, oh sure, yeah, clipping, uh, for death sure. Rips. Death There's rips, some yeah. some Shabazz um, palaces and death grips. Sure. Yeah. absolutely. Yes. Right. Anyway. Pike 157, <laughs> Upside Down Skyway. Yeah, I, I actually, I liked this Pike. I thought it was yeah. all right. It was, a, it was a pretty, like, standard melodic guitar rock. There was a pretty nice guitar solo at the end of it. Mm-hmm. 
that I liked. Uh, it was very emotive. Yeah, which was I, nice. I feel this Pike. Actually, all three Pikes this week uh, were definitely better than what we've been getting for quite a long time. That's true. Um, yeah, I, all three of them were solid Pikes, especially for albums that this guy is recording and uh, putting out within uh, two days, four days, and three days of each other. Like it's it's impressive. Um, Considering that, yeah, yeah. I mean, the sometimes he'll do stuff that just feels like really long jam sessions or like a solo over a whole bunch of like copy pasted stuff, you know? Yeah, that's um, true. But th- yeah. this felt pretty intentional. There was a lot of really intentional mm-hmm. melodies, intentional feeling solos, uh, intentional feeling like uh, bass and program drum parts. Um, mm-hmm. And not everything felt like it was, you know, one big long track. Like there was definitely, yeah, the the songs felt like individual songs. Yeah, yeah. In the drum programming like, is what really impresses me the most. I think with all of the stuff that I've listened yeah, to from yeah. him, it's like because I I do drum programming myself, mm-hmm. and it's like it can be sort of hard to make things like sound. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's definitely tedious, especially if yeah. you're not a drummer and you're not like performing it live and then like having that and like recorded as like MIDI or whatever. Totally, to yeah. It takes, a, aspect, but. it takes a lot of practice and a lot of experience to make drum programming sound natural. And a lot yeah. of fucking time. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like I can program drums pretty darn fast, but that's just because I've been doing it for forever and you do get faster at it as you mm-hmm. do it for a long time. Um, but yeah. you're right. It is really tedious yeah. and it is really exhausting. Right. Um, especially when you're trying to do stuff like what he is doing, where you're trying to make drums that sound natural and sound like a real person played it. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes um, it's hard to tell. Like, yeah, I think it was an episode I was listening to and, and you guys were kind of going back and forth about whether it was programmed or not. And, I guess the, what I took away from it was like, well, if you can't tell, then like that's something's working. Mission accomplished. You know what I'm yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So that's impressive. Yeah. Um, I will say this is like this was my my least favorite of the three that we that that we listened to this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I think I think it's more about the vibes. I kept seeing like I like because I'm I'm picturing things as I'm listening to the music, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I kept seeing like character select screen in a twisted metal game hell we have, yeah we've definitely talked about twisted hell metal yeah. energy on here you before. know what you know it's so funny that you bring yeah. up twisted metal specifically because twisted metal came up yesterday in a conversation we had wow. with somebody i was talking about oh, uh, the rolling stones and how their only good song is beast of burden which it no, is no 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 painted black fucking so slaps. that's what that person that i was Dude, talking the to guitar yesterday part, said that guitar riff fucking slaps um, so anyways, the person that I was talking to yesterday about that was like, no, 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 Paint It Black is good because they used it as the intro music for Twisted Metal Black on Hell the yeah, PlayStation 2. Yeah, and I was did. like, that's a really compelling argument. It is. It's a good argument. <laughs> and no, like it, the the thing, it just opens with the riff, mm-hmm. like just the clean riff And then you the see beginning. Sweet Tooth on yeah. the fucking uh, ice cream truck being a psycho. And Their yeah. argument was that that is what makes that a good song. Uh no, but they were like that oh, okay. song's really okay. good. I like it because of Twisted Metal, yeah. and I was like, "All right, that's uh, a good reason okay. to like it." I think it's a pretty okay. good song, and like you know, yeah. To be fair, like I have the same feelings for Super Beast by Rob Zombie because of <laughs> Twisted Metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we or all have like, some feelings about twi- Super Beast. We do. If you're we of do. a certain age, you have feelings about Twisted Metal. I think in general, mm-hmm. it yeah. also made me think of like. Uh, um, like maybe like a MTV sponsored like snowboarding game on the Dreamcast or something oh, sure. like that. Yeah, sure. yeah. Or it's yeah. like you know it's heavy, but it's not um, it's not offensive. Yeah, it's not going to piss off any parents. 
right mm. right or right, right. like stock music or something mm-hmm. but 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 for something that is like we're trying to get the give give the notion okay like the kids listening to metal and the, the parents getting kind of concerned about their with their their behavior so like you know i don't know i kind of got that vibe from yeah, it. Th- this is yeah. the type of uh instrumental metal they'd play as like a warning on like christian films like uh the satanic panic yes. type stuff Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. Timothy uh, just bought a new record yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he's been listening to it a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. Yesterday he painted his nails, Tight. and uh, we haven't <laughs> seen the dog since yesterday. Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what happened to the dog? Oh, know, Spencer, what happened to the dog? You don't want to know. You oh, don't want to know. Oh shit! Uh, Hate to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, this pike was pretty all right. Um. I I liked it. I feel like it was kind of an average pike, maybe a little bit above average. Um, a little bit above because of the intentionality, mm-hmm. like you said, with the yeah. songwriting. I feel like a little bit above average. Um, one thing that yeah. we like to do with each of the pikes is decide like what they would be a soundtrack to in the imaginary amusement park that is Bucketheadland, Land, right? Okay. So yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but yeah. the covers of all of these pikes. Uh, say Buckethead Land on the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what that's all about mm-hmm. is that's not only the name of Buckethead's record label that he produces and releases all of these on, um, but also the name of his imaginary theme park because he right. is obsessed with Disneyland because he is a uh, special, true. special person. Yes. Truly. Wait, Disneyland? Disneyland. Yeah. He lives near Disneyland mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. has reportedly gone to Disneyland over 500 times. Yeah. And that was like fifteen. Oh, he years he ago. signed his contract to be in Guns N' Roses in Disneyland yeah. with Axl Rose. Yep. Which is fucking amazing. Ah, super crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's super weird shit. You just blindsided me with that. Yeah. There's there's a lot I mean, of weird I, shit going on there. And the I reason- did listen to a, an interview mm-hmm. where uh he's talking to someone about how his dream in life is to like have his own amusement park. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, this is him doing that. So, anyways, what yeah, would uh, right. what would this be a soundtrack to uh, in Buckethead Land? What do you think, Britt? I'm thinking these are actually this is kind of like go kart music to me. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely want to slam into some children while listening to this. Yeah, definitely. I, I can see it in an arcade <laughs> with the video game vibes that that I heard. Yeah. I, I definitely uh-huh. see like an arcade or something like that yeah. for sure. Yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it. That no, sounds good to me. What, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, Let's just go. I personally feel like this sounds like the soundtrack to one of those. You know those? Um, <clears throat> they're they're like a it's like a hurricane booth. You know what I'm oh, talking where about? You, like grab the money and shit. Or? No, no, no. Oh no. yeah. You yeah. like get in oh. the tube, and then the tube just like blows you with air, and then it like takes a picture of you. Now I know about a place where you can go into a tube and get blown. But <laughs> I don't think we're talking about Whoa. the same thing. Whoa! The, the, the place you know, with the hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. Is there a glory hole there? Oh, I'm yeah. just talking about the Wendy's near my house. <laughs> <laughs> that <part>. rocks. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so quick shout so out a hurricane from, thing. Quick shout out to chat because somebody said in chat, Hellbilly Deluxe is a masterpiece, and I agree. Uh, yeah, Rob Zombie is the super beast that I worship. <laughs> I know someone with that tattoo. That's amazing. What, I am the super beast? Uh, no, I, I am the beast that I worship. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's fun. You know, I mean, it, no, it, that's dumb. It but is. Yours is better. <laughs> it's so much better. That's really good. Um, Okay, Uh, so moving on. Pike 158, Twisted Branches, released July 28th, 2015, just four days after Upside Down Skyway. 
Oh man, what a ripper! This rocks. This especially, rocks. Uh, it's it's uh, separated Definitely. into eight tracks, mm-hmm. and the first five tracks are um, "Twisted Branches" part one through five, mm-hmm. and it's this big contiguous fucking ripper. It's so good. Yeah, and it's like really heavy, mm-hmm. and there's like some cool guitar playing, and it's just heavy yeah. and riffy and cool. And it, it's a lot yeah, of this different is the one that I love. too. Like he goes, he he does like hardcore mm-hmm. breakdowns in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does like some straight up like da 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 Lots of thrash. At times, it sounds like 80s Megadeth. At times, it sounds like 90s Megadeth. We love that. We love the Mega Spectrum. We do. Uh, (laughs) I think we're both on the Mega Spectrum. (laughs) uh, (laughs) You're not wrong. I'm not. Definitely not Uh, wrong. But uh, what do you think, Ronan? I like this one a lot. I mean, it started out. It started out even like immediately. I was like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this one a lot better than, same, than the last same. one. I had the same vibe uh, with the that. Drum the drum blast riff, mm-hmm. the drum programming. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get like too far into the album if, if you guys want to take it track by track, but like. Um, part no, no, three. no, no. Just, yeah. we, we do general impressions. Yeah, yeah, in all, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I've got notes on every single track meticulously, but Spencer has general oh impressions. My God. So if you want to go deep, I am willing to go. <laughs> okay, so there's a there's a the part three, right? Mm-hmm. Is I, I'm just like the first time, like since the since the last record, I'm like really paying attention to it, mm-hmm. and then yes. there there's a transition between part three and part four. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yes. just incredible, and for the first time, I was like, there's some dynamics, mm-hmm. yeah, in here, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, part, yeah. Sorry, no, no, it's okay. Oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> no 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 the, uh, okay so uh, uh, yeah, yeah so part three was like almost death metal for a lot of it and it was a lot of like extremely staccato like 16th note mm-hmm. shit uh yeah. where it was just like him playing the exact same thing on the guitar and the bass at the same time and then the drums basically doubling that which was fucking awesome but then track four just like out of nowhere it goes straight into like a um like almost simon and garfunkel type like yeah, kicked a guitar part. Yeah, yeah, guitar yeah, part. yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool, really cool. Yeah, that wow. was a really cool transition. It was just like all of a sudden, and you're like, "Whoa, oh, snap back to reality!" You know, yeah. oh, there goes gravity. Yeah, right. And and that's how the, <laughs> the song. Yeah, it, it becomes like super melodic. Uh, Mom spaghetti, and then uh, at the end of track four, it's it just, on my sweater already. Yeah, it turns into a death metal song again. Yeah, so it was like yeah, it was super really dynamic, good. really good. But it, it's one of those things where the production's so good to where. I mean, everything yeah, is leveled great pretty well, and yeah. like it's not super compressed. Yeah. However, there's no big mm. noticeable difference in like volume and dynamics between the soft and the hard parts. Yeah, that yeah. that is a, a valid criticism. Mm. My only, well, ob- it's not a criticism because <clears throat> like it's like not super compressed, but still, you can't even tell. It's really nice. So. Nice. Mm. Sorry, I misheard you. Um, uh, I was gonna say my only criticism is like maybe a little bit more could have been done with bass in this one yeah Uh, that being said Mm -hmm. it's a nice showcase for guitar and Mm -hmm. it's a nice showcase for aggressive music from buckethead which we don't hear too often Mm -hmm. like it's kind of few and far between that he does like a really aggressive pike and this is a really aggressive pike so it's rad i did i did enjoy like in there's a part it for it's very short but in part five he kind of actually gets into a groove um, and that was really cool to just like hear that for, for once. And I mean, it's only two albums that I've listened to. I listened to a couple before that, but like, 
um, I, I really enjoy the funk stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. And he does and a lot of funk so, stuff, yeah. Yeah. So far, I, I haven't heard a lot of that, but it was really cool to hear. Oh, we have. Like oh, yeah. Blue. These three albums yeah, are yeah. not that funky. No. But yeah, he has some yeah, albums no. that are all funk. Yeah. Yeah, and I... I need so I need you to tell me what which ones those are so I can check okay. them out because all right all right that um, might take us we heard a good funky one recently do you remember which one it was it was one that I really no. liked okay yeah <laughs> that's fine I don't remember specifically either. no um, uh, yeah that's okay um, and also understandable well I mean I would I would if you want really funky stuff I would highly recommend checking out his uh um his project with um let's see Bootsy Collins and Bernie Worrell. From uh, oh oh yeah from, nice yeah, all right all right Parliament Funkadelic uh, yeah it's called Praxis mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's with them and then slaps uh, Brain or Brian Mantia plays drums he used to play for Primus and mm-hmm. Guns and Roses like big studio guy mm-hmm. uh, and oh, yeah. then you got Bill Laswell there playing usually keyboards and basses like he's big producer from like the eighties who you've definitely listened to stuff of but you probably don't recognize his name. Yeah, right. that was me. Right, right. Yeah, he was, and then, yeah. then Britt told me all about Bill Laswell, and I was like, oh, man, I've listened to so many records yeah. he, that he's, he's a touched. Guy, yeah, he's you a definitely guy. definitely heard like, that name before. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he works with, like, John Zorn a lot and shit like that. He's oh, you love those oh, yeah. guys. Zorn Hub, baby. Yeah, hardcore Zorn. Yeah. God, I, I mean, he needs to release a, a box set called Zornography, right? Oh, my God, right? Right? That'd be so right? good. Right? Uh, the Zorn box? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is it, yeah. Didn't Merzbow release a box that was called the Merz box? I feel like that's right. Merzbow? Oh, that's tight. I, I don't know. Did that's I pronounce great, that right? Though. We should ask Ayush, uh, Screams and Merzbow, I'm sure. I, it's pronounced Merzbow, actually. Merzbow? Yeah, Merzbow. Mayersbow. Mayor, yeah, John I've never... Oh, John Mayer. Okay. <laughs> I love him in the Dead and Friends. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> it's one of those things like I've only read, and then you get an opportunity to say it out loud. So I do, um, I do like uh, I do like pub trivia shows and stuff like that. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, and I'll end up, but I end up saying words that I've never said out loud. Mm, sure. That yeah. I'm reading on the bit, and so it's just like. How the fuck do I say that? I don't know. I'm just gonna embarrass yeah. myself, and somebody will hopefully correct me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know what can you do, right? If you never pronounced it before, you can Google exactly. it. But sometimes you don't have the opportunity to Google it. You're just talking to somebody, and you're yeah. like, "I want to talk right. about this thing," and then you yeah. pronounce it weird because we do. We're human. What can we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like that sometimes. Yeah. I've definitely mispronounced a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, in my time, I like to intentionally mispronounce things. <laughs> Me and then, too. And then yeah. When people like correct you, correct them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we do that on the podcast a lot. I love we it do. when we, we yeah. mispronounce things and never draw attention to it. Like there was an episode where I was talking about uh, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. And every time I talked about him, I called him Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. And just we never acknowledged <laughs> it. No. Why would you? <laughs> Why would you? I, but, but like the moment yeah. we stop recording, you, be like, you know, you said Billy Joel Armstrong like three <laughs> times. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's good. Uh, this pike fucks. It fucks and it, it was, rips. Yeah, and it yeah. Rips. It's a ripper. If you like metal, if you like instrumental metal, fuck with this album. Man, I was almost gonna say it was a Tim Ripper Owens, but that guy sucks. So we don't yeah. want to be like him. No, definitely not. No. Um, this is definitely a soundtrack to a roller coaster in the park. This is definitely okay. Sidewinder. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is a big fucking roller coaster energy. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I've never been on a roller coaster. God, we yeah. need to fix that, Spencer. 
I I don't know. I will say, yeah. I was surprised by that. I hate roller coasters. Yeah, really interesting. Tell yeah. us why. Tell us about your worst roller coaster experience. I I have like really bad like inner ear like oh, balance. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. And so if I, well, okay, I love wooden roller coasters and I know that's probably a controversial position. Interesting. Don't go I mean, those are the more dangerous ones, right? They, they feel more. They don't dangerous. go upside down though. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is important. There are so. some, there are some with loops. There are very few and far. Do we far. want to be going upside down? Is that a wanted thing in a roller coaster experience? Definitely. Definitely. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Apparently. Yeah. Very. very I'm, I'm just, I'm, I ride a roller coaster. I'm fucked up for the rest of the week. Wow. It's like dizzy. That's, yeah. That does suck. I hate that. Fun. I feel yeah. like that would probably happen to me. Something would happen yeah. to me. Yeah, you're you should try one. Cotton, one. Like a oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I think a seagull would get caught in your hair. I think that's what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's Bobby and Bobby oh, and man. So I actually rode that roller coaster, Apollo's Chariot, like a month after he broke that fucking bird with his face. That poor bird. I know, right? But it imagine sucks. how cool is that? Like the last moment of your life, you're like... With Fabio. Maybe right like that Fabio. bird saw Fabio and was like, fuck that guy and just decided to kamikaze him. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, man, I fucking hate romance okay. novels. Okay. Slam. I got to talk about Fabio for a second because when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would always get Fabio and the dude from uh, uh, Gene Robin- Roddenberry's Andromeda confused. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? The, no. Uh, Kevin... Uh, uh, yeah, right, Kevin. Right. Who am I talking Kevin about? Sorbo? Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. So Kevin Sorbo and Fabio. I always thought were the same person when I was a kid. It it was very confusing to me because I would see Kevin Sorbo and I'm like, that's the guy with the roller yeah, coaster bird. Yeah. And then it was like, no, 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 that's this guy. And I was like, but they're the same guy. They're not. Kevin Sorbo was that not is, Hercules? Yeah. Yes. That was Hercules. 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 Sorbo, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's also okay, like okay, a okay. crazy cool, cool, cool. alt writer. Oh, he's so no. crazy, he's, and he's also like yeah. the cheapest man in Hollywood to get on your film. Oh yeah, it He'll costs be like two thousand dollars. Damn dog and, shit! Like as long as the word God is in every third line of his, he'll be mm-hmm. in the fucking movie. Oh, yeah. he's he's a giant piece of shit on Twitter mm. oh, too. Yeah, like constantly posting just absolute filth. I can and definitely garbage. see that. Yeah, he's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Him uh, and Chuck Norris, I'm sure, just get on uh, really well. Yeah, I bet they go yeah. to the same bathhouse together. <laughs> oh, they definitely do. Each other's taints. No, that's the nice. That's glory hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Because then, For like, sure. once they leave the the bathhouse, they're like fucking gay people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say that, but then they're in the bathhouse. Right. Um, yeah. You know, participating. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's yeah, that's their thing. It's fine. I mean, it's yeah. not fine, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know it's the way of the action star. Either you um mm-hmm. you you die in the closet, or you live long enough to uh you know get photographed in a bathhouse sucking on another action star's taint. <laughs> sure, there you go. Yeah, we've all seen the it a million times. Speaking of the circle of life, Pike One Fifty Nine Half Circle Bridge. That was almost a segue. Almost, almost. That's a transition. Released on July thirty first, twenty fifteen. Just three days after Twisted Branches. Yeah, hell yeah. This mm. one is also really good. I thought that this was also this a really strong good. pike. Yeah, this is uh, definitely not as good as the previous one, but still pretty good. Yeah, this one has I some agree. interesting guitar riffs in it. Like, the first half of it is very metal-focused, and there's some interesting guitar playing in it, mm-hmm. um, where he's doing, like, riffs and then doing, like, tapping stuff or, like, playing open yeah. strings and stuff. And, like, it sounds cool. Uh, and then it just becomes an ambient soundscape. 
Yeah, you talking about the last track? Yeah, so the last track, Tet, yeah, it got Mm -hmm. interesting. It did, like, parts of it were, like, very super rhythmic and sounded maybe, like, Southern American. Gave me some uh, mild Sepultura vibes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I can definitely hear that, yeah. But but most of it was, yeah, just, like, ambient and interesting and, like, almost, like, not horror soundtracky, but like haunted house soundtracky ish. I got it really excited for for Ted. Like when it first started, oh, I was just good. I was really into it, and mm-hmm. I kept I kept having the moment where we we're like, okay, wait, never mind though, I'm not into this. And we're like, oh, because it's these like sections where it's like he's doing different stuff and like rhythmically mm-hmm. experimenting and stuff like that. It was very very strange. I didn't expect that, but it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, no, it was, it was a cool track. Um, Pike one fifty nine. It was all right. I thought Pike fifty nine <laughs> was more than all. I thought. I I think Pike one fifty nine was good. I think Pike one fifty nine was good as well. I mean, it was the okay. lower side of good. It's you know like a seven out of ten. Do you think six five? Do you think we should do a Pike of the week? Like each time we do, we mm. do it. We just be like, hey, this I mean, is the this our, our favorite Pike of the week. Why start with the good ideas now, Spencer? Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I, I, so the the drums though, at the beginning, uh, in the first track, mm-hmm. was it half? Yeah, uh, half of yeah. The first track? I, I didn't love them. They were a little too electronic for me. Yeah, he did the like they back were, the electronic drums. Yeah, throw a glue compressor on the on the master or something. Like the drums were not. I feel like not mixed well. I was yeah. I, I was kind of surprised by that. There, there's but a couple. I, th- it was two days, three days. So yeah, and there, there's a couple. Mm-hmm points in some of his pikes where you can tell that he was just like you know kind of on a run making a lot of cool songs but then he decides to basically use the template of one song but change one of the fundamental tones like his guitar tone and it just doesn't work you know he'll like be doing a metal song and then he's like yeah but what if i do this with soft guitar but Mm -hmm. everything else is the same and sometimes it'll work but sometimes the dynamics just do not work and the whole mix is crowded out by, you know, snare or whatever. It's the price you pay for experimentation. It is. Yeah. Uh, do we know, like, what his process is? No. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, so he... Like, do we know anything about it? Not well, really. We we know one thing for pretty much certain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes these albums with a fella named Dan Monty, with whom he's worked for about the past, like, 15 to 20 years. Yeah. So it's, it's okay. all these pikes are essentially those two guys mm-hmm. in some form. Right. We don't know what form that takes. Well, I mean, Dan Monty has credited, credited himself on the website of doing uh base programming and production and guitars too. I don't he, think he, no, he, he didn't say that on the website. No, no, he didn't I thought credit he himself, credited for, himself for guitars. Okay. Not on the pikes. Right. No. Um, Do we know who that is? Yeah, yeah, we we okay. know the guy, okay. and he's you know he's uh, he started out he met Buckethead through um, he was doing some mixing stuff for Guns N' Roses in the early two thousands. Okay, and he's like they a session guitarist, like yeah. studio guy. Yeah, he also yeah he plays um, lead guitar for Serge Takian's uh, solo band. I guess. Oh hell yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he's, he's out there. He's, doing he, stuff. he's definitely out there. I, I think. I think we can maybe get Dan Monty. We're gonna we're gonna try. I've, I've tried. I've put feelers out, but we should yeah try other ways. We're gonna try. Yeah. yeah. I've only sent some emails. Yeah, I'll, I'll send some emails too. He didn't get back to you. No one gets back to me. Yeah. Wow. Such as the curse. I got back to you. I appreciate that. That, that I is true. I, people on Instagram get back to me. Yeah. They respond to me on Instagram, but that's about it. They're always on our phones. 
Yeah, you know, and then you see stuff and you're like, what's this weird guy? The the problem is like pretty much everyone within Buckethead's inner circle does not use social media. Yeah, I mean, I had had a brief um, conversation with Bill Mosley, who's uh, like a very famous actor. He's got like millions of Facebook followers or uh, Instagram followers. So I messaged him and asked him if he'd be be on the show. He actually responded and we had somewhat of a conversation, but then he asked if like, I uh, I had any sort of contact with Buckethead, and I said no, and he just never responded to anything again. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. Quid pro quo. Yeah, wanted a little something out of it. Yeah, I wanted to mm-hmm. reconnect the, with Buckethead. I'll only be, do it if mm-hmm. Buckethead is there. So, <laughs> so one of my favorite things about that though is uh-huh. like the way the relationship ended uh-huh. uh, after they had made, I think seven or eight albums together. Mm-hmm. Buckethead just calls up Bill Mosley one day and says, uh, Hey, just to let you know, I'm not going to be talking to you anymore. And Bill Mosley says, wait, what? Any reason? And Buckethead says, no, not really. And hangs up. <laughs> they haven't talked that since. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Haven't talked since. That is not surprising. Yeah, I know, that right? seems and, like and, a buckethead yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, it does. It definitely, yeah. definitely does. Which is why I was surprised that he lives in like outside of LA. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he would be like, "There's way too many people there." You thought? I yeah. would have to. I, I would yeah. maybe have to talk to people. I'm <laughs> yeah. not interested in living there. He doesn't seem like the type that would want. To, he seems like the type of person that is maybe. And I can't speculate on this too much, obviously, but since we don't know him, but he's maybe thriving as a result of the pandemic. Yeah, but he hasn't yeah. released nearly as much yeah. like material. That's well, he's been painting see, a lot, which is weird. That's true, but also there seems to be in in Buckethead's like release schedule. There seems to be like long periods of long drought periods, and then long periods of like tons of stuff coming out. I would guess. It sounds like you're talking about his masturbation schedule here. Uh, maybe <laughs> talking about my own masturbation schedule. His release schedule. schedule. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes there's a lot coming of out. Sometimes he's letting sometimes a lot of Sometimes there's a little bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but on I, how much I, water I drink. I've <laughs> made, yeah, right. I've made this prediction in the past, but I'm, I'm sticking to it. And that is that I think during the pandemic, Buckethead has made a bunch of albums and we just haven't seen them start to come out yet. I yeah, think that, they'll just like drop all at once. I think that 2022 is going to be another 2015 for Buckethead. He's going to release a fucking 120 albums. A bucketful. Yeah. And everybody deserves to rest for a second, too. That's true. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's, you know, depressed and racked with anxiety. You know know what I want to hear more of? And it's something I'm surprised I don't hear more of. I want to hear him doing guitar solos on other people's shit. That'd be cool. Because like be cool he's so guy. he's so good and he has such a like unique style and it's like it's so noticeable. Like anytime I hear him doing a guitar solo, I'm like, oh, that's Buckethead for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's yeah, like it would be cool. cool to hear him like playing on cool shit. Like why doesn't why doesn't that happen? You know what would be sick as hell hmm. is um if he just uh, did all the the four best death albums. And he just did all of Chuck's solos. <laughs> those are all the worst solos on those albums. Oof. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Chuck Chuck was better as a rhythm guitarist. I mean, yes. Yeah. But he's still written some pretty iconic leads. Pretty iconic leads. Leads. Yeah. Not solos. I'm sure. hoping I, see, I, I hear him on the next Taylor Swift record. <laughs> see, I'm hoping that, too. That would be great for him. Like, And he could do it. I think yeah. so. Yeah. It would be, be even better for Taylor Swift. 
I know. Wow. That would be great. I want to hear him on the next Michael Bublé record. Michael oh, Bublé. my Mike, God. Michael Bublé record. Michael Bublé. Honestly, honestly, I would be so fucking down for that. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, yeah. or how about like uh, Buckethead and Joe Bonamassa? Ew. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Joe Bonamassa. Buckethead and Victor Wooten. Well, uh, <laughs> Vic- Victor's rad. Victor's rad. I would no, I love, love Victor Wooten. I, uh, yeah. Uh, how long ago was that? I actually... Got to go to Victor Wooten's base in nature camp like a decade ago. Yeah. So I know Holy Victor. Shit. He actually he actually still recognizes me, which is the weirdest shit. Like wow. last time That's I saw dope. him live after the show, like he recognized me and my dad, even though it'd been like six, seven years since he saw us. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. What yeah. a legend. Um, really, really one of the best. But but going back to bike Michael Buble for a second, since this is a Michael Buble podcast. It is this now. is a yeah, this is getting sponsored ads a Michael Buble podcast. Yeah. What, what time is it? Do you know how long I waited to hear Michael Buble so I could talk about no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> the the people that get hate from the music community that absolutely do not deserve it, okay? Mm-hmm. Michael Buble. I leave the man alone. I'm not saying I listen to Michael Bublé all the time. I'm not well, saying I mean, I, obviously I, you listen no. to Michael Bublé all the time because of what you're saying. I mean, so, obviously. I mean, it's, understand, it's yeah. understood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not uh, <laughs> overcompensating or anything here. <laughs> but the man did nothing wrong. I mean, let, let the man have his Frank Sinatra cover band. Yeah. And his licensed music. That's yeah. all he's asking for is to make a billion dollars on basically Frank Sinatra's music. Yeah. Which was written by anyone but Frank Sinatra anyway. That's true. That's like true. You're, you're just giving more money to like dead Jewish songwriters from the 1960s. <laughs> well, I mean, states. something about that sentence feels problematic, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> what? Uh, like, Jewish songwriters and like show tunes writers wrote all of fucking Frank Sinatra's shit. Like, no, that's true. That's it's, true. it's like meatloaf. Yeah. Like meatloaf. Like mm-hmm. if you take away like the guy who is meatloaf, it's this little Jewish dude. One of meatloaf's daughters lives near me and uh oh, yeah. sometimes where i do pub trivia and stuff like that oh, she'll yeah. be there and somebody will be like hey joe <laughs> meatloaf's daughter's over there <laughs> okay i cool what am i supposed to do about that i mean it's cool fuck but fuck her fuck you know what you got to do her. you got to come up to her and you got to be like hey it's really nice to meet you i love your dad he's delicious <laughs> <laughs> i love your dad with ketchup <laughs> I, I had your dad for time. lunch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you taste anything like your dad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. That's pretty good. Oh That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, but, I, I believe it's the time of the wow. show. It's where we say what uh, that album, Pike 159, <laughs> Half Circle Bridge, would be a good soundtrack to. You're right. I think it'd be a good, uh, well, we just good music next to a footbridge. How about that? A footbridge? There's got to be footbridges. Mm. Like, sure. Yeah, there's water in the park, obviously. There's gotta be but what we've zone. described so far of Bucketheadland just describes it as a chaotic place where different music is playing from every fucking speaker in the, in the entire, yeah, in the yeah, entire facility. A, a different song out of every hole. Wow. That's the, soci- that's the future liberals want. That is the society we live in. Yeah. yeah. very nice. I'm actually. told we live in one. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Uh-huh. It's footbridge music. Cool. Um, would y'all like to take a journey with me? I would love to take a journey. Would you like to take yeah. a journey with us? 
Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Statements from the bucket boy. Bucket boy. Oh my god. Oh my god, we're here. We did it. Um, this is the part of the show where we like to shine a light on the filthiest parts of the internet and report back what we see. We just shine that flashlight right into the hole. Right into the rectum of the internet, which mm. is the YouTube comment sections, and we we, we subtract the fine nuggets um, that we want to share here. Um, get things going. Uh, YouTube user Johnny Blaze says, mm. one year ago... I imagine Buckethead coming from a planet where all conversation is conducted with guitar and the atmosphere continually produces thunderous backing drums. Uh, YouTube user Christian Marita responds with a different idea and simply says, drugs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So what was the original guy's name? Uh, uh, Johnny Blaze. So he ima- Johnny Johnny Blaze, Blaze imagines... Buckethead coming from a different planet. I personally imagine Buckethead coming from his phallus. I was going to say, yeah, I just imagine mm. Buckethead coming. Yeah. 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 That's he, all I He think. comes guitar Huge. solos. Mm. Oh, you know what? Speaking of coming and guitar solos, one of the funniest stories you've ever told me, Britt, <laughs> is that you... <laughs> you told me this about 10 years ago, and it's never left my brain, and you were like, I got so high the other day that I couldn't have sex because there were too many loud guitar solos happening in my head. <laughs> I, do, I do remember this. Like, I was trying to bone down, but, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. like, it was just literally, like, the Cacophony album in my head. Yeah, 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 just, yeah, yeah. yeah. To- totally. You got Jason Becker and fucking Marty Friedman just shredding. Yeah, that's all yeah. it is. Were you examining each and trying to examine each individual one so your mind was just like distracted or yeah, was it, was, it, it was just, just like, I was young was, and an inexperienced stoner at the time and so like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I got way too fucking <clears throat> high and like you know that's that's a thing like it's a thing that can happen yeah yeah I, I and for some reason my mind was just like hey I'm gonna play you fucking guitar solos and I'm like uh-huh. yeah but I'm, I'm trying to fuck and my mind's like <laughs> no nah, right, nah, right. nah nah dog guitar solo you. time yeah, speaking of guitar solo time, <laughs> YouTube user MT Space says, five years ago, upside down Skyway sounds like the triple X underbelly of a large U.S. city. Just dirty and filthy and awesome. I wish it was the triple uh, X underbelly with Vin Diesel. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're talking about the scene in, uh, in Demolition Man where they go yes. underneath Ooh, the uh-huh. sewer. I love that. And they're oh, eating yeah. rat burgers. Oh, yeah. And, um, uh, with uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Dennis oh, uh, Leary. Yeah, Dennis Leary. There we go. Yeah. Dennis Leary, right? See, you know what happened is I almost said Ice T because I, I was thinking Johnny Mnemonic, uh, uh, which where Ice T plays the underdwelling, yeah. like, dude. God. Yeah. I we know. really need to bring it back to oh. post apocalyptic films uh-huh. with underground societies. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's the, yeah. the reason, like, post apocalypse has not been a great genre in the last 15, 20 years uh-huh. is everything's above ground. We don't yeah. want that. I want an underground society. I want underdwellers, dude. That's, a really oh, yeah. good point. That's what I want. Yeah. Hell yeah. Murlocs. Yeah. yeah. We need Murlocs. We uh, need we need Murloc representation in media. Yeah. Um Absolutely. I gotta say. And speaking of that Mer- Murloc and roll is what I say. <laughs> shut up. Uh Mer Pop and Lock. Um From the Earth Studio says five <laughs> years ago, Well go damn. 
is all I can say. I'm blown away again. Go damn. That's one word. No spaces. Go damn. You said go from damn the, from the Earth Studio. I bet that's the guy from Earth. <laughs> he, he looks like he'd say that. <laughs> He's a he big does. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. Yeah. He. Oh, the guy from Earth has a very. The guy from Earth looks like he would sell you some soap at a farmer's market. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he looks like... Um, and it would if, be mushroom soap. If you took uh, the picture of Michael Gira... <laughs> if you took the picture of uh, Michael Gira from Swans, yeah, where he was wearing a cowboy hat, yeah. and just uh, multiplied it by itself, it'd be <laughs> that guy from Earth. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. They, they all, He's not they, as problematic as Michael Gira, is he? No, I don't think so. Is Michael Gira problematic? I mean, oh, that, yeah. that would not surprise me. I yeah. have I have an independent meme page just for Swans memes. You do, but I don't pay any attention to Swans. Yeah. I just think they're funny to make fun of. Yeah, no, there was some <laughs> stuff that came out about that guy a couple of years ago that was great not allegations. great. Yeah, oh. yeah, no, with like uh, with someone that he worked with that was <clears throat> a member of the band and then left and then he produced their albums. I- hmm. That's, uh, that's bad to Michael Hira. Is it Hira? Uh, shut no? up. <laughs> shut your fucking face. That was a pun. Also known Michael as a play on Hira. Uh, more uh, like Michael Buble. My- no, no. Okay, um, YouTube user Frankincense says four years ago, surely in jest. I wish Bucket would release more music. Sometimes I have to wait <laughs> two days. It's terrible. <laughs> Surely an infinite chest. Uh, <laughs> you're just not. You're just on it today. You're on one. The thing you're is, I'm one. not. I'm not even listening to what I you're know saying. You're not I'm listening. just like, yeah. He said two words. I can make a uh-huh. connection to here. <laughs> <clears throat> That's true. You're making connections. Uh, <laughs> speaking sure. of making connections, YouTube user Buckethead Imagineering says four months ago that rocks. If Buckethead never secures a spot playing guitar at Disneyland, I'll be bummed. The man has dropped enough hints, Disney Corporation. Think of the possibilities. <laughs> so he, he actually already has technically played at Disneyland. Uh, oh, do tell. Uh, he's played at their House of Blues. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's yeah. played like a full show or two there. So he kind of technically has. I mean, he's never played directly like in the park. Yeah. But yeah. still, you know. I Disney adjacent. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll give it that. For something. Ramoni Ramon says six years ago, What a sound, man! I love Buckethead's music. He's magic. Pure. Pure magic. Yeah, he's magic, comma, pure. No pure. punctuation. That's how I talk <laughs> about good cocaine. <laughs> magic, comma, pure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Evil Dog. With another hot take. I'm sorry, is it D-O-G, D-O-G-G, or D-A-W-G? Uh, D-O-G. Evil dog. That's really okay. important. Yeah. Okay. No, it is reasonable person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, reasonable imagine, person. Yeah. How, how different would I be if I was a D-O-G or a D-O-A-W-G Vorbis? Mm-hmm. That's true. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be completely different. Yeah. It's a completely different vibe. Yeah, 100%. Um, evil dog says, six years ago, he is music! That's I feel it. like we've heard this exact same... <laughs> Take I'm always gonna I'm always gonna capture those takes. I love just he is music. Yeah, he is music. Yeah. Buckethead, he is music. I don't disagree. Yeah. So that's, I'm so uh, glad that you guys aren't 
those buckethead fans. I could have ended up on a podcast with those fans. <laughs> And I'm really glad that I did. I mean, I got to say, I do agree that he is music. Uh, yeah. Just saying, I, honestly, I know it's a hot take, but and he on, might be music. Honestly, I got to I gotta thank you for that assessment because, I mean, it's been 53 episodes now. <clears throat> and up until you said that, I was thinking I was the other type of Buckethead fan. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Fuck. Mm. Um, speaking of <laughs> the other kind of buckethead fan, here's one of my favorite types of buckethead fans. YouTube user Crusher says, one year ago, edited, I hear this tune in my head when I'm welding. Hell yeah. <laughs> Beads okay. be looking real smooth. Oh, yeah. Love a good bead. Love a good Got bead. that diamond? Get those those dimes yeah. on the uh, yeah, yeah. On the TIG machine. Hell yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. love. We yeah. we stand welders on this podcast. We we've always stand oh, welder yeah. Wednesday. Oh yeah. 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 I oh, mean absolutely. it's it's not welder Wednesday today, but one of these days we'll do a, no. a cast on welder Wednesday. No, no, you know welder what it is Wednesday, though. Every day Fab- in your heart. Fabricator Friday, motherfucker. Oh, welders Ayo. included, baby. Ayo. Ayo. Yeah, no, you're I, right. It is Welder Wednesday in our hearts all every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my best of wel- friends is a welder. So. Oh, yeah. I love that. Ho- hopefully, he's unionized. Speaking of oh, yeah. wel- Welder oh, yeah. Wednesday, YouTube user Three Visions God Park says Hell five yeah. years ago, this man is literally reaching the <clears throat> point of true apotheosis in my opinion surely at some point after 200 plus studio albums all of which are better than 99% of all guitarists alive must come a point where one transcends from mere uh, transcends from mere mortal into a true god I think we're all evolving together right now in this moment and we need to look no further for proof than our dear friend Buckethead. Wow. Uh, that guy's a Tool fan. Yeah, that dude uh, fucking listens to Tool, 100%. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. he's a he's a Tool boy. That, that dude has a lot of books and he doesn't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do a new version of that meme we were talking about earlier, but it's like Knows what books are, reads, <laughs> reads, reads doesn't know books. what books are, doesn't. That's read. actually great because there's so many. So I wanna, yeah, you could just do that with full four people bands. Let's be super let's easy. let's do make a bunch of those this week, yeah, and we'll we'll share each absolutely. other's things. That they'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Like Decemberist. Yeah, <laughs> knows books, has books, reads the books. Um, I don't know the rest. Yeah, I feel like yeah, like Jack White uh, uh, doesn't know what books are and doesn't, doesn't read. read. Yeah, <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Like the only way he'd read something is if it was like printed on a guitar. Yeah, and also mm. like his his fucking uh, guacamole recipe. Does he? Do you know about his guacamole recipe? Oh no, my no. goodness, Jack Enlighten White's me. guacamole recipe. As to so, Jack White's guacamole recipe, one of my favorite headlines of all time is Jack White. Sue's school for leaking his guacamole recipe or something like that. He maybe didn't sue them, but he got mad at them oh. um, because it, as part of his writer, uh, his concert writer, he requests that that guacamole be made for him. I have heard with of a this. very specific recipe, yeah. um, and if they don't make the guacamole recipe 
correctly, he gets mad. And then, so, like, he played at a local, or not local, but he played at, like, a college, and one of the college kids that was, like, working on this was like, this is fucking dumb. So they took a picture of it and posted it on Twitter <laughs> or Reddit or something, and it became a meme, oh. and it's hilarious. As um, it should, because, like... Yeah, like, like come if on. You're, if you're wealthy, like, beyond... I mean, if, you, if you're living your dream... Yeah. And you're really pissed off about... <clears throat> someone revealing your guacamole recipe, <laughs> especially if you're, he's not a professional guacamole maker. He has yeah, no, no, it's not, not a trade lo- secret. Yeah. He's not losing no. money. By no. Where are we as a society where we can't keep our guacamole secrets, guacamole yeah. recipe secret. Indeed. You, you yeah. know, literally what happens in this situation is more fans bring him the guacamole. He loves potentially which yeah. is like why are you mad you stupid son of a bitch you get free guacamole from your adoring fans i think he was mad because like people started making fun of him for having a guacamole recipe in his writer which they should <laughs> they should like yeah. he deserves to be made fun of for that that's that, stupid that is stupid diva <laughs> that's the ultimate diva shit that's, yeah, that's dumb shit. i imagine jack white only uh listens to audiobooks but he only listens to audiobooks through victrola's <laughs> that's pretty good or like yeah, he, he just yeah. has like someone with a lathe press all the books onto vinyl for him <laughs> yeah yes uh, yeah it's yeah. the twisty one where they have to he just like, oh yeah the, the wax yeah. tube yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i bet he wax off to that wax yeah. on wax off Hell you know yeah. what i mean right i don't mm. yeah <laughs> whacking off is what i mean um what's that uh, we'll, we'll get into it later. Um, <laughs> Will we? <laughs> YouTube user FLFCH says six years ago. Uh, it's, it's, it's pronounced. <sighs> oh, sorry. Thanks for that, <laughs> that correction. Um, Hollywood, give BH a soundtrack to do. Awesome, riff, awesome riffs and tech sounds. Abstract and ultra cool. Many can play guitar, but only one can play with total control and mastery. And that is BH. I mean, there's lots of guitarists that can play with total control and mastery. I would agree with that, but I also agree that he should be doing more Hollywood film scores. I mean, yeah, he has let's done do it. several. Like, you know, he was on. Um, he was on, well. He hasn't done the score, but he's been on scores. Right, before. right. Well, no, yeah. he, he has done one full score. What? Which it was one? for a horror movie. We right, talked we talked about, talk, talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah it okay. wasn't very notable, but you know, we should watch that. We should. We got to do a should. review. But he's yeah. also been. You know, he has a ton of stuff on like the Ghost of Mars soundtrack. Right, yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, he worked with uh, Anthrax yeah, and yeah. John Carpenter on the wow. Ghost of Mars fuck. soundtrack. Yeah, right? I haven't thought about that in yeah. a long time. Holy shit. It fucking yeah. rules. There's video Ghost of, of the recording sessions of that yeah, online. Yeah, that's, that's the video of the And song. it's yeah. fucking incredible. It looks rad. I would love to have been a fly on the wall for the meeting because they're all there together. Mm-hmm. The, pretty much the whole band of Anthrax, mm-hmm. John Carpenter, and Buckethead are all in the same studio together. <laughs> incredible. And like, Hell yeah. even if you're not in a metal, like, <clears throat> that's history right there. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, John Carpenter is one yeah. of the best musicians slash filmmakers to ever exist. Knows 100%. what books are 100%. and reads. Uh, and, yeah. I yeah. mean, knows yeah. what books are and fucks. <laughs> the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I got this new uh, Clive Barker novel, and it's looking pretty good, if you know what I mean. I love that he just, like, doesn't care about movies anymore, and he just gets high and plays video games all day. Like, that's his whole thing. He well, just gets high and plays video no, games. It, it, like, yeah, those Twitch? two things. But, yeah, he doesn't make movies anymore. But Yeah, he doesn't make movies anymore, but he still makes soundtracks for mm-hmm. movies that don't exist. Yeah. With his, uh, his yeah. son-in-law and then his stepson. Yeah. 
Yeah. They have this sick band, and they're yeah, tight I, as fuck. Yeah, I saw them briefly on a head full of acid <laughs> after I got rained out of an Aphex Twin show in Houston, Texas a few years ago. What? Rock. Lots of stuff going on there. That's, That's a rock, rad. That's a yeah. rock lobster right there. It was a real rock um, So in the, the filthy and disgusting world of YouTube mm. comments, there's one particular person we like to give a special window to. They're a he special has, soul. He has his own safe space here with us. Yeah, and we, we made some songs about him. So let's yeah. do that. Let's kick that. Here's, a, here's the soundtrack to Jordan Vine. Master of the shift key, a bucket bot divine. Commander extraordinary, it's time for Jordan Vine. Oh, yeah. Jordan Vine says yeah. four years ago, in a rare all lowercase comment, Buckethead is sitting right now on his throne at the very top of the Everest mountain of guitarists, mm. and he can't be moved or knocked off. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Everest mountain of guitarists, I don't know if <laughs> Everest is a great comparison to make anymore to anybody, because like, Everest is, um, I will say, the most gentrified thing since Joy Division. <laughs> yeah. Like no, like, you're right. You you can't climb Everest or like get a spot on Everest unless you're rich, basically. Everest yeah. uh and guacamole. Guacamole has been gentrified, I think, to the end yeah. of the group. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. Yeah. Like yeah, like by Jack White costing so much. Yeah. Like but avocados like they cost so much because they require so much fucking water to make. And ninety five percent of the avocados produced in America are made in California, who is going mm -hmm. through a perpetual drought. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, make, yeah. like, producing as many avocados and pecans as they do in California is like sucking up all their goddamn water. It's nuts. And they have it's those prizes up. in it's the middle. literally nuts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Literally nuts. Yeah, they nuts. do. I wish it was a different because prize because it's always like Very the brown nuts. ball. Like, can, can avocados with pecans. Can avocado makers just, you know, put a different toy in there? Like, I'm tired of the brown ball. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like the Wonder Ball, except every time you just get that, like, fucking thing that you can throw at a cop. But see, the... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Normalize throwing avocado pits at cops. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's our, that's our millennial re re revolt, you know? Yeah, that's the only thing we got left. Is yeah. like, we're going to eat our avocado toast and throw the fucking pit at you, fucking pig. <laughs> Put the pits in your in your old school mouse, your rollerball mouse. Ooh, there you uh -huh. go. Yeah, Perfect that's for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. whittle it down a little bit. Um, last, last Jordan Vine yeah. moment today, and this is a really intense one. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of caps here. I'm not going to yell them all, but we, we're going to you're going to feel the energy with me, okay? So Jordan Vine says four years ago, "Holy fuck, the absolute god of all guitarists! No other guitarist can match Bucket's phenomenal skill. I'll never bore of complimenting and praising Buckethead because he, without." any doubt whatsoever because he deserves it and it's true incredibly true the truest thing i can ever say about him jordan fine gotta love 
love that Jordan Vine. You gotta love Jordan he's Vine. So beautiful. About he's so fucking passionate. And so, so you're not you're not really uh, clued into this, but Jordan Vine is on almost every single one of our episodes because. He has a comment on nearly every single Pike video on YouTube. No, definitely not. I, I'll say that. He definitely does not have a comment on almost every single I, Pike. I would, I would say 75% or better. Mm, that's probably closer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's on a lot of them. Very often. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, do you pull from both Poly Poly and Humano Being? Oh, yeah. Always. Okay, because he's, he's usually on one of the two. On one of the two, yes. Does, um, does he yes. know that he's featured heavily in, in, in the we podcast? Have no idea. No. We have, and the, probably not. The beautiful thing about YouTube is like you can't like talk to anybody on there. Yeah, and you, you also can't yeah. see someone's comment history. You can't. And so no. like... I, I, w- I would love if Jordan Vine became aware of us and like contacted us. Oh my God! If he could leave us voicemails, I would die a happy man. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I would, I would yelling a happy man. If I, that love that. So, I love that. I love that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do um, two statements from the Britain and Spencer Void. And you're not going to play the song. Are you sure you're, I'm not? Yeah, you're well, not allowed. I'm going to edit it into the you, fucking... You, I hate you. I like hate I that song. Like I do every song. time, you son of a bitch. I hate that. You're terrible. Wait, are um, you talking about this song? Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> you're not allowed to play it. That's an in-joke. You don't get the experience that. Anyways, uh, on March 30th, 2018, at 1.02 p.m., <clears throat> I texted you and said... Have you watched Fraser recently? Because it's insane, dude. I've been watching it because, I don't know, I hate myself or whatever, and it's a trip. You responded almost immediately, Yeah, dude, I watched almost half the entire run last year. It's fucking stupid. Fraser and Niles are the most loathsome protagonists ever written. Yes. And I responded simply, Fraser Podcast. No one wants a Fraser podcast, but you know what it's people true. do want. What's that? Steven! No, they don't want that. Steven! I don't know why it sounds like that, but it's from the Britain Void. Okay. Lastly, we're gonna close things off with one last statement from the Britain Void, and this is a, this one's a doozy. Um. Uh, on May twenty eighth, twenty eighteen, or sorry, twenty nineteen. Oh yeah, it is twenty eighteen. Sorry, twenty eighteen. You texted me at twelve forty nine a.m. Mm-hmm. saying, "Quote, dude, I got it." I said, "Yes, hit me." You responded, "Let's start an incredibly ironic new metal cover band, and make tons of money at it." I said, okay, I'll get cornrows. You said, I'll dye my hair blonde. We'll wear matching Godsmack sweatpants. <laughs> Dude, that rocks so fucking hard. <laughs> so I think the only thing that's more uh, new metal than that is maybe like matching corn overalls. No, no, no. The mm. corn Adidas, like the 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 corn tracksuit, the mm. the plush velvet right, right, corn yeah, tracksuit yeah. that they released in '98. Mm-hmm. That is peak but, but new metal. Instead of the uh, Adidas logo, it has the Limp Biscuit logo. Whoa, 
A little too much for mm. you. A little too heavy. That's too heavy for me, man. I just know that there has to exist pajama pants with that the Godsmack logo all over it, like in just different like places. It's got. I mean, Walmart exists, so presumably that exists. Right? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. feel like they're, they're, they're wearing they're, a Tweety Bird shirt. Yeah, yeah they're, they're right yeah. next to the um the Cookie Monster um <laughs> Cookie Monster hat. Yeah, Cookie Monster. Yeah, the Cookie Monster bucket hat. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not it has nothing to do with Buckethead. No, let's, d- let's definitely not. Right. No, nothing. nothing. Buckethead would no. never wear a Cookie Monster bucket hat. No, we'll, definitely. Do you wouldn't. guys still do the recommendations? Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna podcast? get that. Yeah, we do recommendations, plugs, okay. all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I don't know what Spencer's doing now because we're done with uh, statements. Yeah. Now. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's the recommendation section, right? Yeah. Go ahead and introduce it. Uh, hey. Here's the section of the show where we do recommendations. Ronan, what do you have to uh, recommend to us this week? Uh, so my recommendation is, um, so like when you're when you're flossing, uh-huh. what you want to do like is not so it, flossing is not necessarily just pulling the floss through like between your teeth. Yeah, it's right. a, it's you also really, a dance that they do in Fortnite. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is. But you yeah. also like when you take the floss you want to go up into the gum yeah. and you want to use it sort of like uh like just like to, like, to get up in there. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, like a scraper, absolutely. Um and you want to just get up in there and get all of that, you know, the the plaque and stuff like mm-hmm. around your between your gums and your teeth. So mm-hmm. I think that that's important. Mhm. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, interesting fact about that. So studies have been mm-hmm. done um, seeing how much flossing actually affects tooth decay. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly mm-hmm. minimal. Uh, however, mm-hmm. it is incredibly good for gum health. Yes. So flossing yes. really has nothing to do with getting plaque off of your teeth. Brushing well does that enough. Like flossing is right. for the fucking gums. Hmm. Yes, absolutely. And so – wow. Your gums, you go, your gums will bleed at first, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what: if you're flossing right, yeah, it will make your mouth feel like a completely. You will feel like a different person. You it's like taking a well. really, really good. It's like feeling, but taking a really good poop. Yeah. That's nice. I, I've been really well, lazy. I used to be really good about flossing. I used to floss every day, and like I have not been flossing every day for a while. I should get back to that. So one of the best. I haven't feelings. flossed forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best things I gotta say is like <laughs> flossing well and then doing a rinse with like really strong mouthwash. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. That, that that pain. I haven't is had great. mouthwash so, in a long time. That seems nice. Yeah, it's so good. It's yeah, so good. Get the stuff with good. the alcohol in it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The so, stuff that yeah, they keep behind the locked cabinets in Anchorage, Alaska, because people too many people drink it to get drunk. They do. That is yeah. 100%. Really? Yep, yep. That is very true thing. Yeah. That is there's 100% like a percent true. Like, yeah. Th- there's like this big plastic part of the fucking dental care aisle that's all the mouthwash it's super weird yeah but you can just buy 40s cabinet. you can just buy old english like why would you drink mouthwash because people steal the mouthwash well that well that and the, the and, booze was already locked up anyway and yeah so, so they don't oh, sell they don't sell right. booze at uh at at uh grocery stores that's in Alaska. true yeah yeah so the you okay. can only buy it from a liquor store like mm. beer wine and and hard alcohol you can only buy from a liquor store true, true. Um, okay and liquor stores have weird hours in Alaska, be- also because puritanical nonsense. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's uh, some puritanical nonsense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, Britt, what you got to recommend us? Uh, 
I don't have anything this week. I'm okay. I got wow. Sorry. I hate like, to see it. Literally, I like this this whole week. Well, you know what? Oh, actually, you know what? No, no, no. I'm going to recommend something that you and my brother recommended to me. Uh, oh. A really great podcast called You're Wrong About. Oh, it's great. I listened to a, a, two episodes of that today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A super fantastic podcast. Like, pretty yeah. low committal, but they do have, like, some episodes that run, like... I mean, their series on the O.J. Simpson trial is literally, like, ten different episodes spaced mm-hmm. out through, all, like, a year. Yeah. And so you can, you know, it's, it's as much commitment hmm. as you want to take, but the two... Uh, hosts are very wonderful, very well researched. Um, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Like a good perspective too. They yeah. have good perspectives on things, yeah. and it's, they're not too like I don't know. It's not too like spicy. It's not know? too spicy, but it's still. But like, they're they're very like. Yeah. It's hosted by like yeah. a couple of people, and like they, you sometimes their opinions like kind of permeate through what they're talking about. But I mean, it's a very just informative podcast. Yeah, it's and really, really good. all they're concerned about is mm. like pointing out what the media got wrong about certain things. I uh, I listened to the ep- two episodes recently that were really, really good, mm-hmm. just to piggyback on that, um, and that is uh, the episode about the McDonald's hot coffee case. That's very good. Yeah. Is a fantastic uh, yeah. episode. I learned a lot from that that I didn't know about that, which is, wow, that episode's really yeah, something. Basically, the, the lady who got burned got fucked No, she up. got fucked, yeah. fucked up. Like, and she deserved like, more than she oh, got. Yeah. And yeah. they ended up taking away a lot of what they gave yeah. her. And it and was like, really fucked yeah, up. McDonald's yeah. was so in the wrong there. Yeah, 100%. Like, they were institutionally, yeah. to save money, like, putting a lot of people at risk. And yeah. when one of them finally got the risk that they were putting them on, like, she called them out and the media was like, oh, but McDonald's is right. Like, oh, she just spilled some hot coffee in her lap. It, like, but, melted her skin, yeah, right? Yeah, it was 180-degree coffee. She had to get skin grafts, yeah. It was boiling, crazy. which is, like, coffee only ever needs to be 120 to 140 degrees. Like, there was no reason for them to have it that fucking hot. It's yeah, nuts. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's fucked up. That episode was really good, and the episode I listened to today that was amazing was the uh, about the... Uh, Tipper Gore hearing yeah, um, yeah, yeah. for like sa- Censor- the satanic censorship. panic yeah, yeah. censorship in music for the music industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of things that were amazing about that, that episode is like you get to hear a little bit of uh, Frank Zappa's testimony, which is Hell fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. If you, if I, you I, ever listen to that, I, like I prefer D Snyder because yeah. yeah, I, I, D Snyder's not as big of an asshole. That's <laughs> true, but like Frank Zappa, he's just he's so fast and he's so you, like you listen to him talk and you're like, this dude's fucking smart. Like, hundred percent. Frank Zappa's smart as fuck, but yeah, he's like yeah, such a fucking dick. Like everything yeah. he says is like an insult to them, but he's also like one thousand percent factually correct and like super yeah. quick witted. But he's like he's also being a he fucking is, dick. He is the proto edge lord. Yeah, one. yeah, he's really oh. something. But yeah. yeah, then D Snyder comes in and is just like so on it. Yeah, like, D Snyder's great. He's and, like so yeah. on it, and like all of his answers are like super like. Super, super so good. That, that's really one thing cool. that I liked is uh, whereas um, Frank Zappa is more like proselytizing to them and just like giving a speech. And he's talking down to them too. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this is, is fucking stupid for all these reasons. And right. he's right. Yeah. Where, yeah whereas but, D. Snyder is literally just answering the questions well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. On totally. the flip side and, and to where. So mm-hmm. I feel like D. Snyder makes him look like bigger assholes because he's playing by their rules and still winning. Whereas yeah. Frank Zapp is more like, right. oh no, these are my rules now. I'm just going to talk at you, which is yeah. cool. Right. And he wasn't wrong. Yeah. And Tipper Gore was ultimately wrong. Yeah. But still, Frank Zapp is still a fucking asshole. Totally. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Nice shirt, dude. God damn it. <laughs> what do you got to recommend? <laughs> Sometimes I'm like waiting for so long. I'm like, come on, Britt, do the thing. That's cool. Uh, no, thank you so much. Uh, uh, so I got, oh man, I'm, I'm going to have to like, I have too many recommendations, so I'm going to have to narrow it down here by a lot, but I'm going to, I'm going to pick one thing. Um, and that is, I've been catching up on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Love it. Wow. And mm. I just finished the ninth season, which I had not seen before. And it was fucking amazing. I, I recommend wholeheartedly the ninth season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's an amazing show because for a lot of reasons. But one of the things that I think is amazing about it is you can jump in at any point in that show. Any season of that show you mm-hmm. could watch without any previous knowledge and so still really enjoy it. If I hadn't seen most of Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. just jumping right into nine. Sure. Yeah. I think that's fine. I mean, I would say start earlier. I would say jump into season seven and then watch from season seven onward. Is seven or eight the one with Michael J. Fox? Uh, eight is the one with Michael J. Okay, Fox. That was seven, so good. Seven is the one where Leon joins the cast. J.B. Smoove. Didn't he join before that, but then he becomes permanent there? Because the White family stays with him for like an entire season. That's season then- seven. But then they all leave. Really? I, yes. thought, I thought that was sick. Okay. No, it's, I'm pretty sure that's season seven. Because there's a, a, a whole season where they stay with him, and then he lives with them alone without the rest of the family for another season, and then they move to the apartment, if I recall correctly. I don't remember, dude. Oh, well. It's been a minute. Yeah. Anyways, that's the show. It's been going on for a long time, right? And they don't do, like, super yeah. consistent seasons. They do, like, a season here, like, yeah. every... They've co- done two seasons in the last six years. Yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah. it's just incredible. It's so funny. Like, I would say, honestly, yes... Watch season nine. It's amazing. You don't need to know anything about the show or the characters to watch it. And I've only it, seen like two or three episodes here and there. So it's good, fuck, you know? it's so good. fucking so good. good. Like in season nine that I recently watched is like that one's they play with the formula more than I expected. Like it's more just like situational. I mean, it's always situational comedy, but in this one, there's right, less right, of like right. the, the grand like overarching structure. And it's more just like, all of this fucking weird shit is happening and it's super funny and all of the things that happen are funny and all of the reactions to it are funny. It's just mm-hmm. really good. That show's yeah. amazing. And I, it, it's it's amazing that it's still as strong as it is. You know? Like, this far into it. It's been good for a long time, but like season nine came out in 2017 and it's still like amazing. So, right. Oh, yeah. Big recommend yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Indeed. It's, it's amazing. Watch it. Laugh. Awesome. It, it's one of the few shows that I so when I watch comedy by myself I don't always like laugh a lot right because yeah. a lot of like Same. my my laughter comes from like the experience of enjoying that with another person right yeah comedy you know? is a social activity totally 100% Curb Your Enthusiasm is one of the only shows that can have me like crying laughing by myself like yeah. that's and I, that literally happened in season uh, in season 9 like multiple times there are, there are points in that in that season where I, That's a huge endorsement. Yeah, like. it's, it is. It's incredible. I mean, I mean, not a huge endorsement because I mean, even though he rarely uh, cries laughing, he's crying alone all the time. So. <laughs> that is true. Oh. That is true. You're not wrong. You're not so wrong. It, all it takes yeah. is a laugh. And then, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes combining the two is great. So. <laughs> I guess so. Hell yeah. Right well, now. with that, it brings it to my favorite part of the show. Oh, is it? Yes, indeed it is. Oh, 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 oh. Oh my god. Um so can I do a can I can I do an intro set for you? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh this is the part of the show where we tell jokes. 
Yeah. Uh, well, mostly Brit tells jokes, but I, I tell jokes sometimes. Yeah, Spencer just started telling jokes. Yeah. He's had like a good one so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to start this off with a, a long form joke. Lars Ulrich is waiting in line for a ride at an amusement park. Mm-hmm. As he reaches the front of the line, the ride attendant exclaims, What on earth makes you think you should be riding this ride? Lars is taken aback. He's like, What do you mean? He says, I, I'm, a, I'm the drummer for Metallica. I collect art and I have a weird Instagram. I, I, I've brought joy to millions through music. That's all great, sir, the ride attendant says as he extends his hand above Lars's head. But you must be this tall to ride. Fair, <laughs> okay, fair, fair. How, how tall is he? Uh, not tall six, enough to ride that ride. Five, seven? Okay. Um, is this a Buckethead Land, do you think? Yes. Okay, cool. 100%. All right, all right. Uh, what do the 1999 Grammy nominees for Best Metal Performance and the Big Four of Thrash Metal have in common? I don't know. What? Uh, Metallica shouldn't be on either list. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wait, what did they get nominated for? Ninety nine. Uh, you know who? Okay, Metallica. Garage Inc. Well, no, check this. So, Reload. Reload came out. Oh, it, okay. So yeah. So they. So Metallica won uh-huh. for a, a song off of Reload, which is the most. It's called Better Than You, and it's a yeah, really forgettable and shitty mm-hmm. song. You know who they won over? Who? Ramstein's Duhas. No shit. Duhast fucking fucks. Ex- fucking exactly. That's one of the I best pop believe, metal songs ever. I written. cannot believe that they gave that to fucking reload over Duhas. Have like, you ever watched the Grammys? Oh, I can fuck, believe that. Well, for no, a, I haven't because the Grammys are fucking terrible. Yeah, they're fucking dog shit. I wouldn't dude. expect the Grammys to have a good a, opinion on on <laughs> metal, anything no, really. They never have. Much I mean, less metal. Like Gojira has gotten a fucking two Grammys. Hey, Gojira's all right, but they're it's not fine, Grammy worthy. Yeah, they're not yeah. Grammy like yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. I have two more jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? D- this is a joke only for musicians. <laughs> good. Okay, well, you're in good company. Why did the goth band get kicked off of their first post-pandemic show? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Uh, too many coffin cases. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Like yes. Uh, anyways, um, lastly, uh, before we get hand the floor to Brent, what do you call an argument between two vegans that escalates to full-on homicide? Beef. Um, uh, I don't know, but it's beyond beef. Oh, <laughs> that's that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, uh, Brit Straw, um, everyone. Here we go. Uh, yeah, let's let, let's give a hand for that Spencer Hodge, huh? Nah. How about that Spencer? <laughs> I'd like to give him a hand, a backhand across <laughs> his stupid fucking face. Thanks. All right. Uh, what do a police precinct and a psychobilly dude's floor have in common? <laughs> well, both are full of dirty wife beaters. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, my. What did Janis Joplin and former USS Enterprise security chief Tasha Yar have in common? Well, both of them had, had unfortunate incidents involving black tar. <laughs> hey, uh, why do people still bother to pay attention to aged rock star Josh Homme? 
Uh, no, no one knows. <laughs> oh, nice! It's he plays in Why did Chuck Berry decline to work with Scatman Carruthers? <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole joke. No, 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 no. It, it gets better. Well, be, because he already had scat woman cameras. Oh, wow. It's dark, bro. Wow. Why did Gary Glitter insist on working oh, with no. R. Kelly oh, in no. the 1990s? Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, because both of them were very popular musicians on sports soundtracks. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so you actually might know this, Ronan, um, since you're a big Kanye fan. So half of Kanye's oh, no. 22 Grammys are in hip-hop performance. Mm-hmm. What are the other half in? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Kim Kardashian's new bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, after her recent divorce with Kanye, what has Kim Kardashian decided not to have any more of? I, I don't know. Well, Grammys is part of the settlement. <laughs> uh, what has, what has at least 60 feet, at least 60 feet oh, no. and 12 heads, <laughs> but it's entirely controlled by its asshole. Well, uh, Lars Ulrich's drum set. <laughs> <laughs> damn i tried to write a lars Ulrich drum set joke today too but i failed at it oh, well, yeah there's wow. the other good what's um what let's see uh what has three feet and a big dick on top lars Ulrich's drum throne there you go there amazing you go. um amazing did you write these did you write these uh kanye jokes just for me yeah, I did actually. Yeah, so so uh, <laughs> whenever we have a guest, I find out like what musician they like the most and just shit on them. Yeah, yeah it doesn't it, always go over vibe, super yeah. well. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I I absolutely love it. Um, speaking of Kanye, although he's been known for his elaborate rhythmic layering in the past, what is one rhythm Kanye West refuses to perform in? <laughs> <laughs> well, the the daily rhythm of taking his prescribed medication. <laughs> Oh, so true. Uh, speaking of more Kanye, what does Kanye West's Donda and Abbey Road have in common? Oh, I don't know. Well, at least a, a quarter of the performers assault women. <laughs> Fuck. What, what has six strings, a crass symbol, and smells like shit? Oh, oh so many people. A crust punk's pants. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What uh-huh. what's black and white and platinum and dangerous to children? <laughs> I don't know. Drake. <laughs> as, as a biracial person, I find that offensive. <laughs> uh, oops. My my favorite thing right now, real quick. Is going on to the uh, the Drake. Uh, oh, Drake's the type of guy uh, posts and mm-hmm. just being like, Drake's the type of guy who's a uh, sexual predator and just like leaving that in the comments, <laughs> just, just like not. something super literal. And they're like, "What do we do with this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. People have not been reacting to that very well, but yeah, well, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're gonna close out on this one. Some more Drake for you. 
Why was Drake disappointed when he learned that Millie Bobby Brown was 17? I don't know. I don't think I want to know. Well, because on Stranger Things, she was 11. Fucking <laughs> 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 joke! Wow. Uh, wow, with that, we've reached the end of the show. Look at that. Have. Hey, yeah. Ro- hey, Ronan, where can we follow you on the internet? Is there anything you want to plug? Yeah. Yeah, what uh, yeah follow me on uh, Instagram at Ronan Aurelia. Uh, no spaces or underscores or anything, I think. I don't know. Um, follow me on Twitter. Uh, follow me on uh, Spotify. I've got my music up there, Ronan Aurelia. Tight, uh, tight. Yeah. That's, Hell that's yeah. pretty much it. Hell Yeah. Yeah, Spencer, mm-hmm. where can we find you? Uh, at my website, spencer.zone. That's S-P-E-N-S-E-R dot Z-O-N-E. Hell yeah. And you can find me at Dog Vorbis most places. But if you really want to hit me up, just go to our uh, A Bucket Cast on pretty much anything. Hell yeah. Hit us up there, I'll respond to you. Or maybe I'll log in one day and respond to you. Yeah, or you know, <laughs> I might block you depending on what yeah? you say. Like depending on who it is that responds, it's me. I probably won't block you, but Brit. Mm, oh yeah, I love knows. blocking people. It's my favorite. I've blocked like three. What if it's people. Jordan Vine? Ooh. Oh, I think that you would like freak out. You would like text me a lot oh, I would. if fucking I would. Jordan I would. Vine messages. I would, I would piss my trousers like a tool fan. Star truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you don't have the diaper that a tool fan would have. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, a diaper is really what you believe it is. That's true. I think that's that, true. I think that's a lateralis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know the diapers fit. I, <laughs> I mean, I know the peepee shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yep. That's classic. Uh, it's it's iconic. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's wrap up the show. Hell yeah! We'll wrap it up like a hoagie. Uh, in a this, condom. Yeah. Condom hoagie. Yeah, this has so, been Britain. And this has been Spencer. And this has been Ronan. You've been listening to Getting Head, a, a bucket cast. cast. <laughs> stay stay greasy bucket heads namaste, namaste.